This is a homo's modern life production. Into every generation a slayer is born. That's me just like going to the fridge the morning after a night out to grab that Gatorade. Am I right, girls? Are we recording this? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we'd do a little hard intro this time. (laughs) Just really jump right into it. Yep. Perfect. Uh, Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm Tyler. And this is Slay Queen Slay. A Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What is it? A watch cast. It's a word. Use it. Every time I try to type it in anything, it's like, this is wrong. I'm like, not a word. No. We're pioneering a path that's been paved by many. Yes. Mm -hmm. With words, though. You know? Yeah. You know. You know. Do you know? Do we know? I don't know. I don't know about you, but you ever feel like a puppet when someone's hands up your ass? Because uh, today's episode yes. is all about hands up your ass. Indeed, it is. It's the puppet show. The puppet show. <laughs> that was my summary for the episode. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, we're recapping today, season one, episode nine, The Puppet Show. The Puppet Show. What a show of twists and turns this was right? today. Don't you love an episode with a twist? Uh-huh. Lots of twists. I still think like there's... multiple twists, right? Yeah, there's a few twists to, to still be discovered in this episode. Ooh. And also, if you didn't for some reason and you turned it off when it said created by Joss Whedon, I just want to point out that there is bonus content at yes. the end of this episode. So, Post-credit scene. So, like, go back and watch that scene. before you continue on. Yes. Um. So, Hulu's summary of this show, even though you summarized it so well... Mm-hmm. Um. Buffy suspects that a ventriloquist dummy may be harvesting organs from classmates performing in a school talent show. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like that episode of Twilight Zone, but like with a wholesome twist. Which one? With the one with the dummy. Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh, old Twilight Zones. Yeah. Yeah. A classic. I forget his name, but it's kind of the same thing. He's like evil and possessed. To kill you people. know, um, I think ventriloquist dummies often get typecast in that role. <laughs> right? Like, ventriloquist writes, you know? Yeah. Also, I didn't want to keep writing out dummy when I was taking my notes. So you see right here at the top of the page, it says, VD equals ventriloquist dummy. Venereal disease Not equals... venereal disease. <laughs> ventriloquist dummy. Yeah. His name was Sid. Yes. He did have a name. Okay. So should we jump into this? Yeah. All right. So it the... does start out with that creepy voice. Yep. That actually was the exact beginning of this episode. Yes. Um, he's staring at some dancer in practically her underwear in what seems like a heavily funded talent show of mediocre talent. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of money going into this talent show. Yeah. Um, and we learn very quickly that Cordelia will not have a career as a singer. That's unfortunate. 
Also, the whole time this whole intro is going on, someone's just like lackadaisically playing the tuba behind it. Mm-hmm. Just like nonstop. And I'm like, girl. <laughs> girl. Go blow something else, please. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, and then we pan over and we see that Giles is apparently in charge of the talent show. What an interesting choice. What an interesting... Because when I was going to school, the librarian was always the most creative one. Yeah, exactly. Not the art teacher. Drama teacher, the singing teacher. But apparently this is a punishment for him not being involved enough with the students or, you know, the new, we met a new principal today. We did. I don't remember his name. Principal Snyder. Snyder. He's, I will say I do appreciate um, that this principal is more aware he does seem of how terrible actually... this school is going. <laughs> he, he, he actually fucking cares that kids are dying. Yeah, it's like, people are dying, there's suicides, a cheerleader combusted, like, self-combusted. Yeah. He's like, shit going on. Yes. I also don't trust him. Yeah. He gives off an evil vibe. Totally. For sure. He actually is the master. <laughs> Is that right? No. No. Okay. Absolutely not. <laughs> the master's stuck behind his little magical wall. The master is go- moving at a snail's he, pace for this you know, master plan he's been working on. He's, Jesus. Got, he's got his vessel. His yeah. little anointed one. The little kid. He's not going to send a principal. Maybe the kid just grew up really fast, and that is the kid. Well, that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Super demon aging. <laughs> I mean, like... It happened in Twilight, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I vaguely remember that. Yeah, Renezme. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the the kids are teasing Giles about the fact that he has to run the talent show. Mm-hmm. Buffy actually references the intro. intro. Yeah. <laughs> Into every generation is born uh, one who must run the talentless talent show. Good for her. Way to call back. Yes. Way to remind us that we all hate this intro. Yes, exactly. <laughs> At least she hates it too. Mm-hmm. Um, I do also love that the principal just like straight up constantly calls out the fact that Flutie was eaten. Yes. Which I think is a fact that's just been glazed over. Yes. He's like, uh, the last principal was eaten. In his like, office where I am now. Yeah, bro. Why did you take this job if you know that? <laughs> How desperate is the job market for principals? My only problem is he wants everyone to be cohesive and integrated, but he doesn't want anyone to be, like, touchy-feely. Right. So, like, immediately that seems slightly counter-productive. Sure. Yes. Because, like, you can't connect with people without... Without touching connect- them? Without Tyler. connecting with them. You can... Emotionally. <laughs> you can You can connect with people without touching them, Tyler. No, I can't. <laughs> As you'll learn in the next, the other, the HML episode. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. I need to, okay. Backtrack. Anyways. Yeah, you have homework to do. <laughs> um, so, enter the VD, mm-hmm. the ventriloquist dummy. Yep. Uh, and Buffy is wigged. Yeah, she it. goes, oh, dummy. And then Xander says, oh, a mime. <laughs> Do you not remember? That? No. <laughs> it literally, just like he's there. Buffy's just, they're all sitting and she goes, oh, dummy. And Xander looks and just sees a mime like doing this, like flipping his hand out. And he goes, oh, mime. <laughs> and then Willow's like, tell me, t- 
tell me why. Why? Why are you why? afraid of bu- why are you afraid of dummies? And it's because one time she saw a dummy and it gave her the wigs. Not much of a story there. She said, like, that's it. That's the story. Yeah. Great writing. Which is fair. Yeah. Like, there doesn't always have to be a backstory to why somebody's afraid of something. Sometimes they're just afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my god. Sidetrack though, did you ever see an old Disney movie called Fun and Fancy Free? Uh, maybe. A good portion of that movie are two dummies that were made to seem like they were not dummies. Like, oh. real people. Ew. And they're, like, interacting with the party guests. What? And it's real life. Or Sounds real disturbing. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, it's a good movie, though. Okay. Good movie for you kids. Um, Morgan's ventriloquist performance starts out pretty bad. Morgan is the the man with the dummy. Yes. Uh, but then the dummy takes on its own persona mm-hmm. and really turns that that performance around. Yeah, he gets a little wrong. She grows. Oh, he's uh, chauvinistic. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Toxic masculinity. All that fun stuff. Horny. Horny. Um, one of my favorite uh, uh, things that he says this whole episode is once you go wood, nothing's as good. You know what they say. Once you go wood, nothing's as good. Nothing's yeah. as good. <laughs> and Buffy's then, like, Morgan, it's, uh, we get it. Horny dummy. It. Get some new material. Um, so also we see like this girl getting stalked by the creepy old man voice. Yes, so we, we see this girl in a locker room. And if we've learned anything, a girl alone in a in the girl's locker room at this school. At this school specifically. Yeah. She's going to die. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye, friend. Goodbye, Emily. It's been nice knowing you for two seconds. Yeah. Um. Yes, the voice comes in and is all like, I will be flesh. Oh, also, a side note, I'm glad that Willow's getting a lot more of, like, romantic attention these days. Um, in these episodes, granted, are you they're all about, evil. Are you talking about the the dummy being horny for her? Yeah. And last episode, the de- the computer demon. Sure, sure. She's blossoming. You know what I mean? Um, she's becoming a woman. Sure. She's attracting the eye of a man. Granted. She has a way of evil. garnering the attention of certain mystical beings, yes. Mm-hmm. Look at her. I'm I'm waiting to find out she's like a fucking fairy or some bullshit. <laughs> this isn't true blood, okay? Okay. Everyone's she's something. Sookie Sookie Stackhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, um I did also have a note here that said clap clap. Thank God this principal is addressing all the fucking deaths at this school. Like Yes. Finally. Truly. And he's not shy about it. He's yes. like really I feel like he's like this whole place should be shut down. But again, I just don't trust him. I but feel- it's it's introducing a uh, attention into the dynamic at the school where he has identified the gang as the bad element, mm-hmm. uh, the ones to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. So it does cause them to have to like try harder to appear. Yeah, like skipping normal. out on your like afternoon classes, like. Yeah. These kids are not getting an education. That's why they stay in high school so long. It's because they get held back. (laughs) You don't know how long they stay in high school. Do we graduate from high school in the course of the series? Yes. Thank God. And what what season? Like season six? 
Well, no. Season seven and a half? It's like season four. Okay. We go to college. Interesting. Did they all go to college? We'll, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> um, so, of course, right as soon as the principal's talking about the deaths in this school, there's a scream and there's a dead girl. It was like a long scream. Yeah, it's like, girl, you're not like paramedics are here at this point. Literally, yeah. you scream. <laughs> you screamed from the Literally, time. guys are rolling in a stretcher and they're like, excuse us, ma'am. <laughs> Um, and we find out her heart was removed. Yes, and um, the murder weapon was a knife. Which means it wasn't a vampire. And it likely wasn't a demon. Because what demon is using a knife? Right. They have claws and teeth. <laughs> oh. That's my demon voice. <laughs> that was good. Mm-hmm, thanks. <laughs> uh, Willow thinks... Willow also has um, some truly insightful words here. Oh, yeah. Um, she goes, if it was human, it could have been anyone. It could have been me. And they all look at her because there's no way it was her. She goes, it wasn't, though. <laughs> well. Willow. You know? Honey. She's just. Go back to your little computer. Yeah, go back to your computer. So then they start interviewing everybody that's in the talent show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love this montage, but specifically. Cordelia. Cordelia. Emma was like my best friend. Emily. <laughs> She's so heartbroken. This is so such bereft. a tragedy for me. Yes. That's what she says. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so after this interview, they basically figure out, or at least Buffy's. All like, signs point to, to Morgan. Because mm-hmm. everybody thinks he's a weirdo freakazoid. Boy, is he. Um, Buffy goes to talk to Morgan. Yeah. Obviously, because someone's got to interview him. Right. But she has a really weird experience. Sid like won't let Morgan get a word in edgewise. No. And then he gets like a headache. Mm-hmm. I'm never quite sure if the headache is a magical situation or or part of like what we find out later. No, it's definitely the brain cancer. Oh. Well <laughs> I mean, it could have been like a magical connection. Who's magicking him. Why? But also, like, how did this kid end up with this dummy? That, yeah. Who knows? That there's is a, There's a lot of backstory here mm-hmm. that we don't get. Because mm-hmm. this dummy's been a dummy for a long time. And, like, how long has Mark been a student at this school? Because if he's a demon that needs to feast on a heart and a brain every seven years in order to stay human... He would have to change schools. Hmm. That makes sense. Because I'm assuming he kind of stays the same age. It's not like, you know, seven years ago he was a nine-year-old demon. <laughs> Chopping out people. Yeah. Um. So uh, another line Buffy says here, which I love, is after she sees this really awkward interaction and they walk away, she's standing in this the theater and she goes, cute couple. <laughs> um... Uh, what did I write? We could set... Oh. <laughs> so then they we go back to the library, and they're all talking. And Xander and Willow obviously have a different plan than the rest of them. But her idea is to set up a complex sting operation. Yes. And Xander would like to wear a wire. 
That's the only thing they want to do. Okay, don't act like if we were setting up a sting operation, you wouldn't be clamoring to wear the wire. No. I'd want to be the one in the van with the headphones. Um, I want to be the one in your ear going, do this. Just touch his butt and see if he like follows you home. <laughs> like, do it, do it. No, the other other cheek. Okay, now step away. Get closer. Get closer. Get closer. Okay, now you're inside of him. That's not where we were going. You know, that's really kind of like <laughs> okay. what I'd want to do. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but Giles says, uh, you know, while they're investigating, they still have to put on the talent show. Yeah. Because Snyder's watching. Now Giles has to find the balance in his life between being a producer and the watcher. Yeah. So hard. This is so hard. What is he going to do? He's got so much on his plate right now. Like, I don't think they understand. Um, Buffy goes and breaks into Morgan's locker. Mm-hmm. Did you notice when she was like, two to the right, three to the left? She was turning the knob the opposite direction of what she was saying. No, because I don't know my right from my left. Oh. And then she just smashes it. And then she just smashes mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Um, but Snyder catches her. Yeah. And I don't, I didn't really get much from this interaction. Uh, except his simple rules. No oh. loitering. Yes. No brutal mur- murders. And no smoking. No smoking. She's like, well, I don't do any of those. Thanks, Buffy. She's murdered people on campus before. Not people. Well. Demons. Has she even slayed a vampire on campus? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, I don't think she has. No, this episode she trapped a witch inside a trophy. Yeah, which for all she knows, she killed the witch. It's true. That's the only person that she's really confronted on campus. Yeah, the praying mantis was at her home. At her home, the robot was a CRD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we always take it off site. Yeah. Except this one. Well, you know. And this one I don't even think she gets full credit for. Um, it's like in one of the more recent uh, DC, like, League of... Legends? No. Um, Justice League? Justice League, thank you. Uh, Justice League movies where they were like, we have to specifically make sure that the big fights happen not in big cities so that, like, you know, we don't destroy a bunch of property. Cause a bunch of collateral damage. Oh, is that... Buffy just likes to take things off site so there's not a lot of collateral damage. Yeah. In an open field, it's easier. Oh, please, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're at home. Right. Buffy's uh, home. Joyce is so excited. She's like, oh, mm-hmm. also, Morgan and the dummy have been like creeping on her and the professor and the principal. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, they're like in the doorway. Oh. Watching, they're watching. Oh yeah. Always feel oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because like, Sid is like, she's strong. She's a strong one. That she's one. the one. Like we gotta kill her. Mm-hmm. Um. So then while we're back at home, yeah, Joyce is gonna come see the talent show. She's like, mom, mom, my God, don't do that. Like seriously, mom, don't come to me, fucking talent show, okay? I don't know who this Buffy is. This is would be me as Buffy, uh-huh. mom. I'm like, it's gonna stress me out. Like, you can't come and, like, watch, you know? And then Joyce is like, is everything okay at school? Like, Buffy's like, yeah, 
there's just a lot going on. So and much. Joyce is like, okay, good night. <laughs> no, because there's obviously nothing there to mm-hmm. delve into. Um, Joyce says good night, and then Buffy gets in bed, and we pan over to the window. And they say, boom. <gasps> Sits in the window. Spook. Spoopy. Um, and then we hear that little pitter patter feet. Yes. Can you hear that? Mm-hmm. That's what he sounds like. Yes. He runs up. Uh, and he jumps on her face. Jumps on it. She like, ah, she screams. Her mom comes in. And even though Buffy's like the slayer and she's super masked, like not masked, <laughs> that's not the right word. She's super like strong. Sure. <laughs> Um, she still has her mom check yes. her bed. Yes. I'm like, if you really think there's something in there, you're like, you need to handle this on your own. Yeah, absolutely. But no, sure. she has her mommy checking under the covers. Mm-hmm. Mom, there was something in there, I swear. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's like, well, you shouldn't sleep with your window open. She's like, but I didn't. My window wasn't open. Mm-hmm. And then we jump back into Cordelia. <laughs> trying to be a superstar, saying that her song is about dignity, feelings, and personal hygiene. <laughs> what is the song? I don't know. Huh. I really don't know. Uh, is it? Should we? Maybe it's in the. Maybe it's in this. Our little uh, book here. I don't think. I thought you said it didn't pick up again until episode twelve. Oh, I think you're right. Oh God! Oh God! What's happening? Nothing. Okay, I got it. Let's see. Da 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 da. Season two. I don't understand like why this book uh, doesn't just like do all of them. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't pick up till twelve. Well, thanks. Uh, but yeah, she is complaining to Giles, and she doesn't like the placement in her show. The mood is gonna be all wrong. It's all gonna be fucked up. And she's not going to get discovered. Yes. Um, but then Giles tries the Xander method of getting rid of Cordelia. Where he just looks at her and goes, There's some, your hair. And she goes, Oh my God. Oh my God. Is it like messed up? Oh my God, I gotta go. Just goes. <laughs> I mean, that's always an easy way to distract Cordelia. And- yeah. But your hair. But your hair. Um, so Buffy comes in and tries to tell everybody about this dummy that was in her room again. And they're so rude. <sighs> again, this is her whole purpose in life. Maybe we just start trusting Buffy and her instincts, because honestly, she's been right 99% of the time. And the only time she's wrong is when she doesn't have enough information. Yes. But she's always right. Um... By the way, Cordelia's song is Greatest Love of All by Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. That's about personal hygiene? Sure. As I haven't it's heard her greatest song. love of all is personal hygiene. Clean penis. Yes. <laughs> um, so then we're back in class. Um, and again, why is it okay for this kid to have his dummy just out and about during a lesson? Like, that's so weird. Why it's like having like your tuba sitting on your desk just like in case you need to like play a song. Yeah. But then I think back to like high school and I'm like, there are definitely kids that like got something new, shiny, weird, like 
you know. Well, or it's like in um, High School Musical how uh, Corbin Fisher or Corbin Blue's character always had a basketball. Chad always had a basketball. <laughs> Such a stereotype. Yes. Um, turn over here. Um, Giles says they need to do some researching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once again, I'm banished to the demon section of the card catalog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh wait, we missed Which, you know we missed a, a section here. Oh, we did. Mm-hmm. Because they're sitting in class. The dummy turns and stares at. Oh. Yeah, the dummy turns and stares at Buffy. Yes. Like sorry. no one else seems to notice this, and Cordelia leans over, and she goes, "Um, it looks like someone likes you." <laughs> Yeah, Cordelia is just in this episode to be terrible to mm-hmm. people. Um, and then the dummy says, or like he uses the dummy to like respond to the teacher. The dummy responds to the teacher. Yeah, the dummy gets So the mouthy. teacher's like, fuck this little kid. And like takes up the puppet and puts it in the, puts it in his closet. Yeah. Or in their cabinet. cabinet. Um, and the dummy speaks from inside the cabinet. Yes. I'm watching you. Yeah. Creepy. Um, then, yeah, everybody is still convinced that Morgan is just throwing his voice so well. Yeah, like a, a true talent. Um, and then uh, she's like, "You can get it back after school." So then he comes in to get the dummy, and it's gone. Yeah, and we go to the library. He's very mad. He's very upset. He's like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" Which I don't know what exactly is his attachment. Right? Like, that's why I was like, he was acting like, I literally said, he's acting like this puppet is meth and he's trying to get us fixed. Yeah. Like, that's why I was like, are the headaches magical? Because, like, is it like he can't be separated from him? But this is also when I thought the demon was like, the demon was the puppet. Yeah. So, I was like, it's really weird. It's really weird. It's a really weird choice for Morgan. Like, I feel like Morgan's whole character... I guess led us to believe that this was bad, which was the whole point. But then when you find out that he's not a bad dummy, it makes Morgan's actions make absolutely zero sense. Mm. And you can't just blame it all on brain cancer. Tons of people have brain cancer. It's terrible. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and they don't act like that all the time. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, maybe they do. Sure. But also, it was like weird. So it's like, is he, do they just know that he has brain cancer and he's not getting treatment? Like, they're just yeah. like, like, should you help him? Like, why is this? Anyway. Mm. Um, so maybe it is that. But we find out that Xander stole the puppet. Right. Um, he's got him in the library. I said, this seems like a bad idea. Well, also, he's slamming him on the table. This also seems like a bad idea. Oh my God, yeah, I then know. they all leave Xander alone with the dummy. I wrote, bad idea. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. The gross mistreatment of the dummy does seem like a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, Buffy had said she wanted to get a one on one conversation time with Morgan, and now she can do that. Mm-hmm. So she's going to go do that, and Willow and. Giles are going to research, and Xander is going to be useless as usual. Mm-hmm. Because he's not even watching the dummy. He just leaves it by itself. Sitting and starts to study, which, like, respect. This is where Willow gets banned off to the yes the demon section. Once again, I'm banished to the demon section of the card catalog. I'm like, I'm so glad that Giles got, like, a little librarian's assistant out of all of this. Yes. Remember the card catalog. Mm-hmm. 
With all the little drawers. Again, also, like, with the principle that's so aware going on, is he not concerned that we have so many books on there's demonology? there's demon section. Like, he doesn't even hide it. Yeah. Um, so Buffy goes to the stage. She's backstage. And she looking runs into... for Morgan. Okay, I noticed this picture backstage of... It's like a demon. It's clearly a picture of a demon. And I was like, what? Are you showing me this picture? No. Okay. No, that's talking about something else. I don't know what that picture is. But they have a picture of a demon backstage at the talent show. Weird. What the fuck? I think they literally just, like, went to their prop closet and were like, we just need to fill this junk up. So they just, like, put a whole bunch of shit back there. Yeah. Um, does this, is this a real school? What? Is this a real school that or a they stage that? school? Um, I don't know. Or, like, was a school situation? I would assume it's a stage. Okay. Just based on the fact that we see pretty much, like, one classroom, one hallway library. Over and over, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, well, I mean, I know the exterior shots were filmed at the same school that they filmed 90210 at, but yeah, I don't know about the in- interior Interesting. scenes. Um, so she goes looking for Morgan and finds Principal Snyder creeping around the stage. He literally is everywhere all the time. Like, this is why I don't trust him. Yeah, because he's creepy. He's definitely some kind of magical. Do you remember, you didn't really watch Sabrina, the funny Sabrina. Yeah, original. Do you remember like the witch hunter? Like that's no. kind of what it seems like <laughs> to me. So there's a character in Sabrina called the witch hunter, which I'm sure will come into this new iteration of Sabrina's. Or it kind of already has. It did. It was yeah. the the Mormon angel looking people that yeah. were. But the witch hunters were like normal people that like didn't know they were witch hunters until they came around a witch and they were like. They like could like s- smell them and sense them and like something's not right. So like maybe like this principle is some kind of version of that. Mm. I know you already know the answer of that, but like just you know, let me yeah. live on that fantasy for a little bit. Feast, feast on that fantasy. <laughs> um, fantasy feast. So Snyder's like, you know, you should take care of yourself. You know, a, a girl shouldn't be here, and she's like, feminism. I can, I can take, take care, care of myself. myself. Yeah. I love that. Um, so then she's still... Uh, then we're back in the library, and we'll find some more information that proves Buffy was right. Or yes. could be right. Could be right. Because uh-huh. there is a demon that, you know, every Possesses. seven years has to eat a brain and a heart to maintain their human form. No, no. That was the first demon Giles found. Oh, sorry. And Buffy is like, that oh. doesn't sound right. This is the one where she yes, actually yes, finds yes. something like, about a ventriloquist. Yes. Mannequins taking on. Uh, sometimes objects with human-like features uh, will, yeah, harvest organs in order to become human. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Dolls, dummies. So then. Maybe a store mannequin <laughs> at one point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that movie? Mannequin. No. She comes to life and they fall in love with a man. Uh, how does it end? Uh, I think she lives as a human. Oh. Uh, oh, life-size. Oh, that too. Mm-hmm. Doll comes human. Mm-hmm. There's also Not by a, harvesting organs, but you know. There's also a Twilight Zone episode where this mannequin 
all of a sudden comes back to the to the this abandoned floor of a department store. Like all the other mannequins are there and they're like, Welcome back. And she's like, What? She was a mannequin the whole time. She just forgot. Whoa. Yeah. Deep. Um, any who's a beezies. Um, Buffy finds Morgan when oh, she's back. Oh, 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 oh. Back up, bitch. Uh Xander's studying. He gets up to do something. He blocks our view of the of Sid the mannequin, and oh. then when he comes back, he gone. Yes, Sid is gone. Um, and then all of a sudden, back immediately after that, backstage, Buffy finds Morgan. Stumbles into a dead, brainless a Morgan. Brain. Yeah, Buffy gets. Uh, what the fuck did I write? She gets hit by a falling chandelier. Yep, that's what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, "What's a Chad tree?" <laughs> <laughs> Um, Buffy gets a chandelier dropped on her in classic cartoon fashion. Yes. Um, which apparently she's not strong at this point, so she can't move it off of her body. The strength which, like, continuity is like, so bad. Looking at this, I'm like, this would be easy for her like, to lift. I think I could lift that off of yeah. myself. Uh-huh. Um, also, like, why is this fucking chandelier backstage like that? Well, you know, mm-hmm. sets. And things. I guess. Uh, then Sid gets stabby. Yeah, Sid gets full psycho style stabby and tries to stab her. Um, and then she pins him no, against she, the wall. Well, I love that no, when she's under the chandelier and he's trying to like stab her in the face, she just like pushes him. She's like, <laughs> pushes him away. Right? Because he's just a tiny a little, little dummy. dummy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And so she gets him up and she's like, this is the end for you. Uh, I forget exactly. Oh, yes. Do you have this? Now you'll never be human. Yeah, well, neither will you. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it turns out, he's a good guy. Kind of. Yeah. He's a demon slayer. Trapped in a dummy. Trapped in a dummy. He was cursed. He's killed all seven, all six of these demons already. Yeah, so to break the curse, he needs to kill seven of these shapeshifter demons. Apparently, yeah, all of them. Just kill the lineage. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the last one. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Which, like, the demon didn't know. So the demon didn't know that this was the dummy. Like, I feel like if the demons as seven as a whole curse this demon hunter to live in a dummy, they should be wary of dummies. Or has it just really been that long that, like, he forgot? Because, like, he really could have just, like, taken care of the dummy at the beginning and, like, been fine. Also, what would have happened if Sid weren't here to kill this demon and Buffy ended up killing him? Would the curse be broken because the demon's dead? Or does Sid have to be the one that does the killing? Because if you notice when he does kill the demon, yeah, he's like, let me do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so he thought Buffy was a demon, apparently, and this... Because of her super strength. Because of her super strength, and she's hot, and, you know, all the stuff that a demon is. Um, so we have Cordelia having a panic attack now. Well. She goes, what if I'm Buffy? What if people look at me like I'm a freak? A Buffy. A Buffy. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... I also love, I have a note, someone in the background is quote-unquote playing violin, but by playing violin, their bow is about six inches away from their fit, their... That was... Violin. Obvious enough to be called out on the the Wiki fan page in 
goofs, bloopers, and continuity errors. I was literally, it would be like if I was eating and I was like putting the fork to my ear. <laughs> As Giles is announcing five minutes until the power circle, the violin player behind him is very obviously, quote, playing the violin with the bow two inches from the strings. Mm-hmm. I'm like, girl. Yes. So she didn't know she was going to be that focused on camera, like she thought it was going to be darker or something. Or, like, didn't want to make sound. I don't know. But, like... <laughs> yeah. Stupid. Um, uh, the dummy is still a horny grosso man. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. That, was not a, that was not a gag. That was, that was his true self. Of course, if you want to snuggle up and comfort me. So that horny dummy thing really isn't an act, is it? Nope. Yuck. Nope. Nope. Um, but I also had a note, again, here, I was like, I bet the new principal is a demon, and then they do that weird shot with him, like, in the shadows. Creeping. Like, creeping. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, he's the demon. I was like, y'all, I'm picking up that he's the motherfucking demon. Because Giles gets the power circle together, and nobody's missing. Mm-hmm. Which they expected somebody to be missing, I guess, because if the demon has his... I don't actually understand why they think he would be missing. Because if he has his brain and his heart... Then he could just blend in. Yeah. He's still going to blend in. Oh, well, also, I I don't know if this plan... when the I don't remember if the plan took place before or after Buffy found the brain. Because before. I, okay, because I was going to say, if he had, they found that he didn't have the brain, it would make sense that he would be missing, right? Because he he's going to start turning no but they're like when they find the brain they're like oh that's why nobody was missing because he doesn't have a good healthy brain it doesn't make any sense it doesn't it made sense the other way yeah um oh well <laughs> uh, um so now they think now they start to think the demon wants a smart brain oh yes this means that whatever's out there still needs a healthy intelligent brain in other words i'm safe yes sander you are safe. Um, yeah, so Buffy finds this brain backstage. I just love the her reaction. I'm never going to stop washing my hands. Me with the coronavirus. Coronavirus, mm-hmm. you know. It's going to get us all. Um, and so they do a little digging on Morgan's student profile, which I was very proud. It was in the same format as Buffy's was in I Robot You, Jane. Mm-hmm. Uh you see that Morgan has a 4.0 GPA and 38 absences, which is a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're like, oh, wow, Morgan's Especially missed for like 4.0. half the school year. Mm-hmm. Right. How do you maintain that grade point average and miss half your classes? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, apparently he's been going and seeing the doctor a lot because he had brain cancer. Ye- see, that's why I was like, are they not treating him? Why is he still having headaches? What's going on? No, obviously he was out getting treatment mm-hmm. a lot. Um, so then, so it, that's why he doesn't get the brain. So they think he's going after a smart brain. Um, they think it's Willow's. I think it's Giles' brain. And then I was right. It's Giles' brain. <laughs> and then I was right. Uh, and I said, oh, the fucking magician that we haven't had any focus on this whole fucking episode. Right. He's been in like little interstitials of like them showing that he's a bad magician. Uh huh. Mark is his name. Yeah. With a C. Mark. I think. Um, and then, uh, I couldn't remember the name of this to save my life, so I said, oh, no. he locks Giles in a Marie Antoinette contraption. That's a guillotine. 
guillotine. Yeah, um, he's like, I'm going to do this trick with the guillotine. First, let me show you how it slices a melon clean in half. And then, um, uh, why don't you hop on there? Giles. Mm-hmm. But then he doesn't put it around his neck. He puts it around the top of his head. And he's like, this doesn't seem right. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, because then the brain will just pour right out. Which... It wouldn't. It would get sliced in half. Yes, thank you. He's going to damage the brain, and then he's going to have to kill somebody else. Well, the question is, like, does he need the brain to use? Like, does he have to use that as his thinking power, or is this more like of an energy thing? Yeah, but, like... Because, like, how would he remember if he was a demon if he was constantly switching out his brain? Sure. But I still think that... If a cancer brain is not good enough for him to use, I don't think a brain sliced in half right. is going to be quite good enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just doesn't hold up to me. Anyways, so he starts, he like... And then Giles there, notices this whole, the little... Sure, he mm-hmm. gets tied down, restrained. Well, no, he notices his little hand. Oh, yeah, his skin is kind mm-hmm. of falling off. Um. The way this guillotine works is interesting. Yeah, he's got to hack There's like the... He's got to cut this rope so that the blade can drop. And so he decides to use an axe to do that. He was going, very roundabout. He was going for the dramatics, you yeah, know? So he's hacking away at the rope. Well, I guess if he was trying to make it look like a trick gone wrong, sure. maybe he did have to go through with like the whole process of like the rope and the axe and shit. True. Um, He's hack, hack, hacking away. And Giles almost dies, but Buffy hits the demon right before he hits the last strand. But then the strand breaks, and Xander catches it. Look at Xander. Finally, Xander helps. Um, The demon uh, gets, she like shoves him in a box, and he goes into like full gross form and starts attacking Buffy. Then it's a tag team. Also, the music for this fight scene was. Something else. Oh, I didn't notice. You should go back and watch it. It's like really jaunty. Um, it's a tag team. The dummy jumps in. They're fighting. They're fighting. You know, classic Buffy. There's a kick. There's a jab. There's a stab, stab, stab. Oh, are you watching it? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Um, right. No, here. Okay. We should play the fight scenes in all of the episodes. How do you lock this thing? (laughs) How do you lock this thing? Um, So they behead the demon using the The guillotine. guillotine. Obviously. Obviously. Um, Obviously. And then the the Muppet. The Muppet. (laughs) (laughs) The little creature is like... He walks over, he's like, and a one, and a two. And the stab. Uh, he's like, we got to get the heart. Because if we don't get the heart, he'll come back. Yes. So then he stabs a little heart, and his little soul leaves his body. He goes, whoo. It goes, whoosh. And then he just collapses. Mm-hmm. That's how it's like when someone actually dies. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Have you seen someone die? I have. Yeah. <laughs> Dark times. Yep. No, I haven't <laughs> seen somebody die. Um, I didn't kill them. Let me just put that out there. It was natural. <laughs> sure. Um, Hospice. Oh, yeah, it's so sad. Um, 
So that was kind of it, right? Yep. Then, then he dies. The, then the curtain opens. opens. <laughs> then the curtain opens and everyone's just there. She's holding the dummy. There's like an, an alien thing that's beheaded in a guillotine. Everyone's just frozen. Willow's looking. standing there with an axe. <laughs> <laughs> and then the very closing line of this is, what is this? Avant-garde? <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure was the new principal that said it. Uh, that's um, pretty great. Uh, and then uh, end credits created by Joss Whedon, and then a bonus scene of the Slayer Rats doing Oedipus. Yes. Um, which is terrible. Xander is the most terrible, and then Willow runs off stage. Xander is actually carrying the team in this scene. Uh-huh. Until he forgets all of his lines. Yeah. yeah. Buffy is doing nothing for the character. I'm really upset, though, that the dummy had to die. Yeah. Because, like, what a fun... What a fun addition to the Slayerettes the dummy would have been. Yes, I agree. Um, I don't think it made for great on-screen chemistry. I don't think he really can emote as well as you would like from a regular character. But I'll let you know. I would like him to come in every now and then, though. I will let you know. He does not come back. But in a non-canon video game called Chaos Bleeds, it is revealed that Sid did not go on to his final rest after his curse was broken, but was instead trapped in a duplicate dummy body in First Evil's dimension. Which... What's First Evil's? First Evil is a later season character. But, yeah. Interesting. So he's... He doesn't come back in the show, but he's still no. alive. Well, that's uh, a sh- non, shitty... Non-canon. <laughs> that's but, shitty. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he didn't go back to being a human. He's still a dummy. Well, he wasn't trying to be a human. He was just trying to die. He was tired. Old. He wants to retire. Yeah. He wants wanted to, to die. take the long nap. He wanted to become dust. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that's it. Well, that's it. That's our show. Uh, so next week we're gonna recap Nightmares, season one, episode ten, Nightmares. Mm-hmm. Um, then season, and then episode, which? How many episodes are in this season? I believe twelve. Oh, but I could be wrong. Should we tell them what we're planning to do for in between seasons? Yes. So we've decided that to take a little Buffy break. In between seasons, we'll be doing a, a recap watch cast of one of the the glorious movies of Sarah Michelle Geller. Yes. One of her side projects. So we're either going to start with Cruel Intentions mm-hmm. or Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Which, like, both iconic, truly. Yes. Um, so it'll be great. A little, f- little fun, little little midi midi there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a little mini break, a little something to break up the seasons and yeah. really get us refreshed and ready to yeah and more well rounded and well versed in. It's like you know when you're like out there like smelling perfumes and they make you smell the coffee. Yeah. The movies are the coffee. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. That's or the so ginger accurate. in your sushi. Mm-hmm. I never eat the ginger. The ginger is supposed to be a palate cleanser between different rolls. <sighs> I see. I never eat it. It's supposed to like help reset your taste buds. Okay. As well as I like probably naturally. still won't eat it. Okay. Well. Oh well. 
You can follow us on Instagram at... Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) I'm at Andy from Boy Story. And I'm at Homo's Modern Life. You can follow the show at HML Slay Queen. Also, check out our other shows. We've got HML Political Hookup. And the flagship show, Homo's Mm -hmm. Modern Life, the podcast. Mm -hmm. Which Uh, we're about to record. Yes, you can buy our merch at HML Shop. Mm Mm-hmm. Cover your titties. You can find all our shows at homosmodernlife.com. Slash podcasts. You can send us emails at homosmodernlife at gmail.com or slide into either of our DMs because we love to hear from you. Mm -hmm. If you're feeling generous, we also take payments in cash. Yes. Reach out. (laughs) Ask us our Venmo handles. (laughs) We're not kidding. We're not kidding. (laughs) This is not a joke. We love money. Please. We do this for you, babies. Yes. Um... So get out there and slay, bitch. Slay. Slay. This has been a Homo's Modern Life production. <laughs> <laughs>